well, um, <clears throat> last time on Dragon Ball Z. No? No. All right. Um. <laughs> what? Tough crowd. <laughs> I'm sleepy. He woke me up from my nap. I'm sorry. Um, so... A lot has transpired since our last podcast. What? We've been all over the world. Oh, I was like, what happened? <laughs> I guess nothing happened. I was like, what is he talking about? Traveled across the country. Wow. Maybe maybe not across. Right. Traveled across like four states. Yeah. Was it four? Four. Uh-huh. Virginia, West Virginia, Ohio, Indiana. Four states. Well, anyway, we uh, so congratulations to Elliot and Larissa, who yes. were already married, but we went and attended their ceremony um, this past weekend. That was really cool. It was. Thanks it was. for the invite. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, we we went to the Bougie Mall. <laughs> that was fun. We ordered room service. That was that was fun for me. For you. <laughs> I had to sign the bill, so... Okay, anyways. Um, it was nice. It was a fun trip. It was. Driving through the mountains was cool. It was very relaxing. I will say, we didn't <laughs> do a whole lot. I wasn't talking about the drive. Uh, I know. I didn't drive, just in case anyone's wondering. I offered, but I did not drive. But I just meant, like, once we were there, like, not doing a bunch, because mm. we have a tendency to try to fill our time. Right. Um, but we didn't, and so that was nice, so... Definitely. What? Turn this up a little bit. We're both kind of whispering. I'm tired, remember? Because of my nap. I didn't know you were taking a nap. You didn't announce your nap. I thought we was waiting to start the podcast. Oh, so no. I was literally like curled up in the blanket and everything. I did tell you that because you came in here or I came in here because you were like, oh, sit down and try to show me something. And I was like, I'm trying to go lay down. And you're like, okay, all right, go ahead, lay down. Look at your face. You don't remember any of that. I don't. So ridiculous. Like, I did tell you. Moving on. You said you, that was like way earlier in the day. No, way earlier in the day when we had to work until five and you didn't get home to. I mean, like when I first got home. Bruh, I definitely told you two seconds before I got into bed. Okay. The fact remains <laughs> that one should not wake another from their slumber. <laughs> I didn't see you asleep. Your back was turned. I didn't know you were sleeping. But by the time I got to where you were, like where your face was, you were already up. Because you woke me up. Leia woke you up. Put it on the chow. Likely. Mm, I shall. Anyways. Very fitting. Uh, what are we talking about today? Talking about how big of a jerk you are first. <laughs> <laughs> It is hot in here. You asked me to turn the heat on. Did I? Yep. Oh, good grief. Um, <laughs> And then it came in here with a blanket. Lord have mercy, it's hot. Uh, but we're talking about... <laughs> excuse me, I have hiccups. Um, it's the Father's Day podcast. All right, well, guys, welcome back to Real Love with <laughs> Ashley and... Br- what? <laughs> Why well, I say it's a Father's Day podcast and you like, well, like somebody else is going to say something. Anyway. That's you, bruh. Anyway, <laughs> welcome back to Real Love with Ashley and Brandon, where we clearly love each other. And, um, Unless we miss our naps. I mean, I still love you. Uh-huh. 
I'm just very tired. Right, right. Uh, well, that's Ashley, and I'm Brandon. And uh, today, I guess we're talking about fatherhood. So if you guys listened uh, a few weeks back, of course, Mother's Day happened, and we did an episode about mothering. So I guess this will be the inverse of that, because we're going to talk about... Fa- what are you doing over there? Sorry. Go ahead. Anyway, so we're talking about fatherhood. I almost said mothering, or, or fathering, instead of fatherhood. Whatever. It's all the same thing, I guess. Something like that. Something like that. So, yeah, I have a series of questions to ask you, and I have not shown him these questions. I feel like I'm on, like, a game show. You definitely set it up that way. Didn't I? Mm -hmm. But anyway, so. We surveyed 100 people. (laughs) (laughs) So, I have questions I'm going to ask you about, like, being a daddy. Mm -hmm. And then I have questions I asked Leia about you. Uh, so I don't know like how you want to do it in what order or whatever. How do you want to do it? It's on you. Oh, it's on you. Let's do Leia's first. It's really lighthearted and stuff. Um, so I asked her, what do you love most about daddy? She said when he spends time with me and when he does that ridiculous singing thing in the car. So I asked her, what? <laughs> that's exactly like verbatim. That's what she said. And I said, what are you talking about? And she said, well, you know, what is me and daddy? He does this thing. Like if it's a song he likes, he turns it up real loud and you know, he can't sing, but he just does that little playful singing thing where he acts like he's singing, but he's not. I really like that. It makes me laugh. Mm. <laughs> like, okay. I can sing. Y'all just be a, okay. Next question. How old is daddy? She said 27. What is daddy's favorite color? Blue. How much money does daddy make per day? These were just random questions that I made up. Uh-huh. She said $20 a day. I said, I was like, girl. Listen, bro, there's some cats walking down Newbury may, might make that. I mean. I'm like, $20 a day, bro? We in this apartment? That makes sense. And we sense, have though. all that we have for $20 a day? Wow. I was just talking to her. She said she think. I said, how much do you think a pair of Jordans cost? And she was like, $27.99. I was like, okay. Bro. Yeah, when she said $20 a day, I was like, mm. She's. I said, what is, oh, the next question is, what is daddy's nickname for you? She said, Leabug. Uh, what is daddy's favorite food? Quinoa. If you could give daddy one thing in the whole wide world, what would it be? A PlayStation. Who is daddy's best friend? Uncle Quay. <laughs> it was so funny when I said, who is daddy's best friend? And she was like, my uncle. And I was like, what (laughs) she was like uncle quay and i'm like okay that's funny Mm -hmm. describe daddy in three words caring focused and responsible and i told her to describe why she picked those she said daddy cares if we're hurt and he fixes whatever is wrong when he works and i'm in his room playing he knows how to ignore my noise and do his work like he's supposed to (laughs) He takes care of us and he drives to work every day and he comes home and helps people with music and he works at church. He knows how to take care of what he's responsible for. Hmm. I thought it was really cute. I was like, oh, that's so sad. That's so sad. Right. She didn't say anything too bad, except uh, that I can't sing. What? Listen, and listen. <coughs> oh, cut that mic off real quick. <coughs> Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Were you about to do that, dude? Oh, say. 
No, you gotta do the part. You gotta do the part. Uh oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'll make up for it now. <laughs> and he did not. <laughs> that was great. Oh my gosh. You have to put that in there now. That is so funny. Yeah, that's going to stay there, I guess. Oh, that is hilarious. But yeah, so those were Leia's. And now, guys, we're going to get serious, okay? Because it is time to be serious. We're adults and we need to be very serious, okay? Life is not a game. Okay. So cut it out. What are, you, are you the substitute teacher Stop. that feels the need to just be like, you know what? Y'all going to try with every other Who teacher? Miss Easterling? Solomon. What? Her name is Miss Solomon. <sighs> Whatever. She got divorced. Shout out to all my Don't Southeast people. You know who we talk about. I don't Bruh. know if there's any Southeast people. Yes, there are. And we all know Miss Easterling. How you going to correct me in there and say Miss Easterling? Because that's probably how most people know her. <laughs> right. Man, when you had Miss Easterling, I would about I would walk in and about turn back around. <laughs> like I can't do it today. I so cannot. for those who don't come from Southeast, I feel sorry for you. But um, Miss Easterling was that overzealous substitute mm-hmm. who you were, who was just like, okay, you're not gonna pull one over on me. Like all of y'all are heathens, and y'all gonna y'all gonna line up under my authority today. And nothing was ever being pulled. Um, right. Nothing was ever happening. I don't, right. I don't uh, like, I, it was just like, you know how like, you know, there's the kids in the class that clearly misbehave. Right. And then there's you, right? And there's me. But it was like, why am I getting the attitude? Like, right. Why do you do nothing? What's interesting is the classes that I would have her in, like, none of the bad kids, they're not bad, none of the kids with bad behavior, there we go, mm-hmm. would even show up. Like, they would catch when she was, like, in there, mm-hmm. and they'd be like, you know what, I ain't even going to class today. Nothing so, it know. was all the kids that were, like, always doing their work, but she still had something to say. I was like, right. damn. Right. Like, for what? Maybe she was just going through a lot. She may have been, because you said she got divorced, right? She did. I so, mean, she probably was like just going through. to get divorced in North Carolina. We were only yeah. in high school four years, so... Whatever was happening, I guess, was going down. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. But yeah, guys, this is the time. This is the hour to get your giggles out. We're not doing that anymore. Don't crack a smile. Nothing. Just, (laughs) hey, hey, hey. I'm supposed to believe that coming from you. What? Oh, you got jokes. (laughs) Listen, I run a tight ship. We're not doing this today, okay? Uh All right. We're going to get to the serious questions. And these are for you. And I have not shared any of these questions with him. On purpose, because mm-hmm. I wanted you to just say, like, what comes to mind. Even though, y'all, he's still going to sit here for a few seconds to try to think through it and then answer. But that's not, that's, not, that's not how you do. play the game, huh? That's what you're supposed to do, like, in life. Okay, honey, I know. I'm just saying, like, just for a little fun. All right, uh, all right, all right. Good grief, Miss Easterling. I'll oblige. <laughs> Give me the Jackson family. Anyway. <laughs> okay we're not laughing stop it (laughs) okay okay when you hear the word dad what are the first three words not phrases the first three words that come to mind Mm. when you hear dad what do you think dad Mm -hmm. i guess provider Mm -hmm. discipline Mm mm-hmm empty pockets that is not one word <clears throat> empty pockets there no that's it. now it's all one word no it's not I, said it uh, I don't know <clears throat> I really couldn't think of a last one 
Um, what did I say? What were the first two? Mm. One was discipline. Provider. Provider. Mm-hmm. I guess caring. Uh-huh. Okay. Let's see. What do you love most about being a dad? Mm. I think just like watching Leia do life. You know. Right. Okay. Like, <laughs> All right. No, I'm just saying like, you know, like you you watch her in certain situations and to see if she's going to do the right thing or just like sometimes just like I watch her figuring things out. Yeah. Or whatever. Um, there's always those moments like with your kids where you're like, okay, she's going to be all right. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously there are like the super narcissistic moments where she might make a face and I'm like, wow, that looks like my face. Right. Or stuff like that. But I, I think it's just like her, like watching her be a kid and mm-hmm. seeing like how she views the world and stuff. That's cool. I would agree with that. All right. <clears throat> how many days out of the week would you say you feel like, yeah, I'm nailing this daddy thing? Um, what is no days, Alex? <laughs> right. If you're not a parent yet, oh, you'll find out. <laughs> I mean, I think that's just a part of being humble, but mm-hmm. also it's just reality. There's mm-hmm. never going to be a day where you're just like, I mean, there may, I don't know. There may be a day where you feel like I did a really good job today, but not like. I perfected like, right. you know, I mean, again, there's moments, right? Like we might have to have like a, 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 a difficult talk with her. Mm-hmm. Right. But she takes it well. Right. Like there's like, okay, cool. That went well. Right. So I might think like certain things have gone well. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I'm ever just like, okay, good. We did that. We're good. Right. Uh, okay. Let's see. What is your favorite dad joke? I don't know if I have dad jokes. Do you know a dad joke? Do I know? What's your favorite dad joke that you've heard? Oh my gosh. What? I used to watch that show all the time. It used to come up on Facebook, dad jokes, where like, you have uh-huh. to like tell the jokes and if the person laughs, you get a point. Yep. I can remember absolutely zero of those jokes right now. Oh my gosh. Um, I, don't, I, don't I can't think of any either. That's so funny. <laughs> we'll circle back. <laughs> what threw you off the most about fatherhood? Mm, what threw me off the most like when you came into it you were like mm, wasn't expecting that all y'all's girly stuff <laughs> well I'm not your child so there's that I just mean like the girly stuff that she goes through that you have to talk her through because I refuse well <laughs> what threw you off about that <laughs> well I mean I'm the oldest of my brothers and sisters um, or at least oldest of my mom's kids so and by the time my sister was like of age I was out of the house so I know like nothing of those conversations I'm just used to growing up with a boy mm-hmm. so it was just like the one thing I was like oh wait I guess that does happen like y'all have to talk about those things mm-hmm. right um I guess the one thing that's thrown me off at times is just how much Leia like just kind of thirst for knowledge so she'll ask like the tough questions mm-hmm. that I don't expect her to ask for like a couple of years. Yeah. But she's always asking them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, where'd you even hear of that? Right. Why are we having to talk about this right now? Mm-hmm. But since you asked. Right. 
Yes, I would agree. That has thrown me off as well. If you could give, well, finish the sentence. If I could only give my children one thing, I would give them. The confidence to go after whatever God's put inside them. Aww, that was so perfect. Oh, honey. Let's see. Oh, finish the sentence. I think being a godly father would be very challenging if. I did not have a godly wife. Oh, you better. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. What's one thing you wish you got from your dad that you didn't? One. Gosh. uh... No, I just know you. We've had this conversation before. Um, I don't know. I mean, we've had this talk on the podcast before. Um, you know, my parents divorced when I was young, like 10, 11, somewhere around that time. And so I think like I got a lot of like the fun dad stuff. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, I was just younger when my dad was like more present. Yeah. Um, but I didn't get a lot of like the, the dad lessons, mm-hmm. you know? So, some of the stuff, like, I don't know, kind of, like, I don't know, one thing, I I don't, I guess, like, just life lessons, Mm -hmm. like, I don't know, firm handshakes and whatnot. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I picked those things up, obviously, but, yeah, that, that's probably the part I missed, I, that I feel like I missed out on growing Mm -hmm. up, because, like, the, the, the dad talks. How do you think that affected you, like as an adult, as an adult male, not having those, um, those talks? I don't know. I mean, I was fortunate to grow up in the internet age, so I mean, I pretty much like Googled stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, obviously there is like there are definitely negative effects. Yeah. Right. Like, <clears throat> um, I don't know. I guess like without thinking, you. You're, I mean, you're any child, whether you have like parents that are present and active or not you're raised by your environment right so a lot of our responsibility is setting the right environment for our children mm-hmm. you know um so obviously my mom's work my mom was working two jobs and my dad wasn't there so i set my environment and so it was whatever i could find on google whatever I wanted to watch on TV, which was whatever my friends were watching, which was usually music videos, mm-hmm. right? And I don't know how many of you guys grew up in, like, the t- early 2000s, but, like, that was when music videos were at their peak. Mm-hmm. And um, all the nonsense in the world used to happen on music videos. Yep. Um, I don't even know, like, what videos look like now because they don't come on TV. I don't watch them, so I don't... Right. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway... Uh, there's definitely a time where putting your kid in front of BET is probably the worst thing for them. And that was the era I grew up in. So, I mean, little stuff like that, you know, it's just like, okay, obviously you pick up negative influences. Mm -hmm. And so those were influences I had to go in and sift through as an adult and say, Oh wait, this wasn't good for me. Mm -hmm. And you know, so it was a lot of, it's it's reprogramming really that you have to do. So, I mean, it's, you know, you know, some people have head starts, right? You're starting like way behind the starting line. Yeah. Yeah. So how would you say um, your relationship with your dad affected uh, your ability 
to do whatever or to fulfill whatever image you had in your head of what um, a father to child relationship should be like? I don't like know. with Leah specifically? Um, I don't know. I, I wouldn't say like it impaired it. Mm-hmm. Um, because like I said, like I said, I think because I and mean, we've talked about this before, but yeah. I kind of look at it more like I just started with a clean slate, mm-hmm. you know. So that has its advantages and disadvantages. Um, but then the other thing is, Leia's a girl, so there wasn't much that I would have picked up from my dad about raising a girl anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think just overall, it kind of put like a chip on my shoulder so to speak mm-hmm. like okay well but it, honestly I don't really when I think about my dad I don't think about it like in a negative way I think about like when he was present and what I enjoyed about it yeah so like my dad he used to work like I don't know what shift he worked but he worked <laughs> where he could take us to school and then like he would take like a break from his job to take us from school to like whatever babysitter until my mom got off work. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he'd work like a second job and he'd get home like super late at night. So our bedtime was like whenever he got home, gotcha. usually around like 10 or 11. But anyway, so like every morning he would make sure we had like a good breakfast. We'd watch some kind of random cartoon together. Um, he might pop up at the school for lunchtime or whatever. Um, so just like stuff like that, like I rem- a lot of what I remember about my dad was just the fun things, mm-hmm. right? And so I try to make sure I give Leia those fun memories as well. And then you know a lot of what I didn't get was a lot of the the discipline. You know, in my house that came from my mom, but I just try to you know balance it out. Like, and when I say I don't know, some people say like you hear discipline like I beat my kids, and it's like well no, but you know I do want to make sure I'm giving her those life lessons and helping her understand, you know, the cause and effect relationship of her behavior and everything else around her, you know? So, so, so So what do you think, or what would you say to someone that is, um, or that may have dealt with some similar things that you did, um, like an absentee father. Um, and now they're in a situation where they are responsible for a child or they're having a child or, I know some people that are taking care of like their siblings, um, mm-hmm. you know, because both parents are not there. Right. And so they're dealing with, okay, I never saw this example and emotionally I didn't have this support. Like what would you say or suggest to them as far as like, where the heck do I start? Like to figure out how to be a dad, mm. like the right way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm, I don't know. I mean, I was fortunate in that when we got together, I kind of got to see family modeled um, with your with your parents. Um, I mean, in reality, I was not looking to start a family like at all or join one or whatever, (laughs) you know, so it wasn't something that I was like just dying to learn. Um, But I think like just. I mean, it's like with anything, right? Like anything that you have never done before and you want to get good at. Well, you know, yeah, you can read books about it. You can watch YouTube videos, but probably the best thing to do is to ask someone that you know who's done it, Mm -hmm. you know? So 
that's where I'd start. Um, whether there's somebody at your church, whether it's like a pastor, whoever it is. Um, and again, I was fortunate because, I mean, my dad didn't live with us, but I definitely had like male role models. Um, you know, my pastor was a big one. Um, I don't know. Even that, like none of that's a substitute. There's, there's really nothing like, like having your dad in the house and it's like your dad, not like, I mean, I don't know. I had a stepdad, uh, had a lot of people to like talk to, but it's like when you have your dad, it's like, okay, I can talk to you. Like we can really, cause you know me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I would say start with, you know, talking to someone that you've seen doing it. Right. Um, talk to your pastor, get into like a good church. Cause I mean, obviously the answers are going to come from the Bible, but I know for me, like not really growing up reading the Bible like that, it was just a lot to sift through and it was like, okay, well what applies to me and what doesn't. Right. And so, and I think that's just because of the way we read the Bible or the way it's presented to us. It's Mm -hmm. like, okay, this Sunday we're going to look at this verse. Yeah. Right. And so it's like, okay, so we're not looking at the Bible as a complete story. So for the average person coming in, it's like, okay, this is just a whole bunch of words. Like, what is this for? Um, but you know, as you get to study more, again, we talked about this last week, but just kind of going from beginning to end and really understanding who God is, who his people are, what he expects of us and what our role is in his, in the world until he comes back, you know, that's when you kind of get the full picture of it. Mm -hmm. Um, but anyway, so get into a good church, get behind good leadership, um, you know, be discipled by someone. Um, and then there's, there's plenty of books. Um, I talked about this book last week too, but, uh, the masculine mandate was a good one because I mean, for me, I couldn't really understand the role of a father without understanding the role of a man, Mm -hmm. you know, um, there's a lot that a man should have together. Yeah. And I don't know, you say like, get stuff together. People think like, oh, get your money right and whatever, but it's just like, no, like get your spirit right. And there's a lot that goes into that, um, before you can really understand the, the fatherly perspective. Yeah. You know, cause for, yeah. So I'll leave it there. I mean, you don't have to, did you have anything else to add to that? You know, I do this thing where I kind of talk in one point leads to another point leads to another point. Well, I mean, this is the father's day one. So, I mean, the way I'm looking at it is like, I mean, I'm not a dad, but I'm, I'm still learning. Mm-hmm. But then also some people may be listening and wondering like, how do I do this? How do I do that? So this is what we're here for. So if gotcha. you have any other tips on anything, then, Share, share, share. Well, yeah, I mean, I think for me, I guess parenting in general, but fatherhood, especially for me, is about because I'm the leader of my family. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's about me making sure all the right things are in me because if they're not, they're not going to be present in my family either. Right. You know, so. um. Yeah, so it's just like really taking in as much godly information as I can. And, you know, honestly, there's no shortage of godly information, but it can be hard to find. So, because, I mean, a lot of people just aren't, (laughs) just aren't representing Christ well. Mm -mm. You know, even the ones that bear his name and his logo, so to speak, right? You walk around with the crosses and all that. It's, It's a lot. But anyway, um... So, yeah, I mean, I think 
your family is going to be a reflection of you. And if you're not strong, your family won't be strong either. Mm-hmm. I agree with all that. That's cool. Do you have anything else that you want to share with, I mean, anyone, obviously, but I mean, cause we're talking about fatherhood, but I mean, I think that there are so many other areas that we could touch on, but I don't want to just like go off on a tangent. Mm-hmm. I was thinking specifically about, um, what we had to go through when we got married and I was dealing with not understanding where you were, um, and being sensitive to the Lord doing whatever he needed to do in you, um, for you to get to the place, you know, to, you know, lead and all that stuff. And so I'm kind of, I don't know if this is even on the same subject, but I guess it sort of is. Um, if you can just say like, what things were not helpful for you, like from me to you in those times where you were like, I'm still trying to figure this out. Um, and I wasn't as supportive. Mm. Not like I didn't want to be with you, but you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Um, I think our situation's a little bit different because, you know, I'm a step parent. So I came into the relationship and Leia was already there. Yeah. So y'all had that relationship established. And so I remember for a, a certain period of time, um, it would kind of come up in conversation, like to make a long story short, you were nervous. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, well, he's never been a dad before. His dad wasn't necessarily there. Like, does he know what he's doing? And, and you know, is my child like safe or whatever? And, you know, you just, you just mama bear. Right. <laughs> a little bit. And so mm-hmm. I can't even remember like what the situation was, but I feel like we had went shopping or something and I said something to Leah, and you were like, uh-uh, no, 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 no. Like, that, like, you just, like, very abruptly stopped whatever I was saying and was like, no, this is how we're going to say this to her. Hey, don't worry. Like, you, no, you do that. And I was like, okay. Uh, I do not remember, but I apologize. No, I don't remember. It's all good. This was, but this, I believe this you. ages ago. <laughs> <laughs> but um, overall, I think... When we got married, when I became a husband and a dad that day, right? Like, I when I was definitely very immature spiritually. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know if immature is the right word. Like, it just wasn't an existing relationship. Yeah. You know, I was just kind of winging it. Um, you know, I grew up going to church. So I was like, all right, cool, I'm a Christian. Right? But I don't know how, to what extent I was really walking it out. Um, and wait, sorry, but yeah, so, you know, that process is a process you kind of have to go through alone as a man, you know, I mean, you may have counsel or things like that, but I mean, really it's about putting the rubber to the road, like, all right, we're going to build this house brick by brick. Mm -hmm. And so there's definitely like a, um, a learning curve. You have to you have to give yourself room to make mistakes. And I think the difficult part about that time period was we couldn't necessarily afford mistakes because you were looking for a leader. You know, that's why most of this stuff should be done prior to you becoming a dad. But, mm-hmm. you know, everybody's path is different. Yeah. So specifically, I know we're talking about being a dad, but I like what you said about um, being a man first, because that's very important. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're not, I mean, we all know this. You can't like 
open the book to chapter five if you haven't read one through four. Like, you know what I mean? Right. And so I think it's very important. I'm sure you and others agree to make sure you have that foundation, mm. um, you know, as an individual, as a man or even as a woman prior to becoming a parent. If you don't, it's not too late. God can help you and do anything and fix everything. So it's not a problem, but it's just a lot more difficult as you can imagine having children, raising children and then trying to fix yourself. So, um, I'm trying to remember my question now. Um, Oh, so as far as like being a man, what do you think are the most important things about, to be a successful man of God, like prior to, cause you talked about, you know, it's a lot easier or better to have things all together prior to what are some things that you feel like, okay, definitely don't skimp on that. Like you may not need Jordans right now. You don't need to have 15 suits, you know, whatever, but these things you need to have and everything else, you know, you'll learn along the way. Mm, I guess. I don't want to give anyone the illusion or the impression that there's some magic number of things you have to have in order and then you're good. Sure. Um, and so I guess these, this answer will be kind of like, duh, but you need to have a solid relationship with God. And it's not even, when I say a good relationship, people think like, I mean like, okay, or you may think someone means that, like, oh, being in right standing, like not sinning and I don't know, going to church every day or, or every week. I don't know, whatever. Right. But, but what I really mean is just like understanding who God is and, you know, what that means for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the reality is we, we make mistakes, right? Yeah. We're, you know, all have sinned and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> right. So it's not so much like you have to be this perfect man. Like, cause people say you got to have it all together. And it's like, okay, so I have to be a virgin. I have to dress this way. I have to talk this way. I have to have this amount of money. I have to have my apartment or my house. Mm-hmm. I got to have a job making this much, like whatever. And yeah, plenty of those things are good to have, but those aren't the requirements, right? right? Like the only real requirement is for you to have a heart for God and for you to be coachable. Mm-hmm. You know, because just our journey as Christians in general, and especially as men, is like constant refinement. Yeah. You know, so I don't have it all together today. I have it a lot more together than I did five years ago mm-hmm. and maybe a little bit more together than I had it yesterday. Yeah. Right. And so every day is about improving. But, you know, if you're someone who's like, all right, cool, I got it all together. I'm good. I don't need advice. I don't need help. I don't need that book. I don't need that guy to say anything to me. You're going to have a hard time. Mm-hmm. I agree. So what suggestions would you give um, to, um, I was going to say a couple, but I'm thinking about, you know, a husband and wife, obviously, and they have kids mm-hmm. or they have a child and the husband's trying to figure out, okay, so where's my place or how do I, how do I use my authority and in what situations like with the kids Like if, let's say, um, there's something that's going on and I feel like, okay, that shouldn't be, but you know, my wife's kind of strong and she just kind of does it and they just kind of go and do how important is it for the husband, the dad to step in and say something? How should it be said? And what should he put his foot down about? What should he just let go? Um, 
and I'm just asking questions. So I, I'm not, I mean, this is all you, like, <laughs> what are you, cause we've already talked. So we get, <laughs> I mean, again, like so much of fatherhood and like, just, you know, being the head of your household to me is responsibility, mm-hmm. right? Tony Evans, um, I was listening to a sermon he did. This is a while back, but he was like, you know, when you're responsible for something like whatever happens on your watch is like it's it may not be your fault, but it's your responsibility. Mm-hmm. Right. And so. It's just like if something goes wrong in my house, it's on me. Right. Like we've been in plenty of situations where I didn't necessarily directly do something, but when whenever we're faced with the consequences, like, dang, I could have done that better. Yeah. Right. Like the I, the big thing for you and I usually is like staying on budget. Yep. Right. Like I'm good when you're not and vice versa. Yeah. <laughs> so mm-hmm. there might be a time where it's like you want to go somewhere and get something. I don't know. And, you know, my default option is to say, yeah, sure. Whatever you want, because, you know, and the same for Leia, because I, I want you guys to, you know, be happy and, you know, I'm not like. I don't know. I'm not like uh, old dude off Everybody Hates Chris. Like, I don't want to say no to everything, mm-hmm. right? Like, I want life to be fun and full, right? But there's a balance to that, right? So yeah. on the other side of that, when there's, you know, we, we got to eat tuna sandwiches or something because mm-hmm. we didn't do what we were supposed to do, right? And that's when I'm like, dang, like, if I had just told her no that day, yeah, you know, we'd be good. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, th- like, this stuff like that, you know, just realizing that, every decision that's made by any member of this house is on me. Mm-hmm. So you got to step in whenever necessary. The, I guess the tricky part is how do you step in? Yeah. Because there are plenty of people who will just be like woman. I said, right. Right. You know, there's some people who might be physically abusive. Mm-hmm. There's some people who may be verbally abusive, right? None of those things are okay. Right. Right. But again, that's why, it's so important for us to be after God's heart and understand what he says about things and how we should be as men. Yes. Right. Because there are so many false views or false portrayals of masculinity. Mm-hmm. Right. And if you're just going off what you see on TV, you're, you're probably doing it wrong. Yep. That was good. I would say to my mamas, um, one way that I've learned to be more supportive of, Brandon as a dad is to always assume the best of him to love him truly. Um, I know that sometimes it can be difficult if you've got your mind on one thing. And I know that, I mean, I have friends and I've just read about people and know people that um, have husbands that work often. And so sometimes it can kind of, and that was definitely Brandon at one point. And I mean, he's very busy now. And so sometimes I allow myself to get into, you won't even hear, like you just got here. And I told her to da da da. But he's seeing something else maybe that I'm not seeing because of exhaustion or like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so um, one way that I feel like the mamas can be more supportive is just communicating and communicate behind closed doors, I think, is better if you know that you have a tendency to get an attitude or show a behavior that you don't want your children to exhibit. So one thing that we try to do is work things out in front of Leia. Yes. But if it's something that we can tell, like all right, I'm feeling some type of way, 
then we'll just kind of give each other a look or I'll shoot him a text. I know that seems weird, but we do it and it works out just to say, okay, hey, why did you tell her she couldn't have that sandwich? You know, whatever. Um, And he may have noticed something that I didn't, again, because of exhaustion or I'm so busy or I just wasn't paying attention. Mm. Um, So just assuming the best and communicating often in love. And I know it can be difficult. No one's saying it's not challenging, but that's one thing that I didn't do. um, And I still have to work on every single day. Um, But it's worth it because you don't ever want to communicate to your kids that there's division or that or put one of you against another. Um, You definitely want to protect the authority that God's given him as the head of the household. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean that he's more important than you, but that definitely means that he's a parent and that he's a dad and that if something goes wrong, it falls on him. It's his responsibility, as he said. So you don't want to just do stuff. And not really think, I mean, that's irresponsible to not even consider, okay, this is the partner that God blessed me with. Let's talk about this together. Maybe I missed something. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you're feeling like, because we've had this conversation too, where I'm like, well, sometimes when you say this or do this, um, I feel like maybe you're saying that I don't know what I'm doing or I'm not capable. Now, obviously, that's not what Brandon was trying to say, but it was just a simple when you use these words. And I know that Mm -hmm. can sound petty. But um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of things that I used to say or that you would say uh, that were just trigger words for us because of our experiences. And you don't sometimes you don't know how deep those experiences have affected a person until you get into areas of conflict Mm -hmm. and they get upset over you saying a certain thing Mm -hmm. um, or standing a certain way or rolling your eyes or whatever. You don't know what may have happened to them. Hopefully nothing terrible but you just don't know so communicating is key so don't ever be afraid this is mamas and daddies don't ever be afraid if you feel like okay i told her or i told him to do such and such and you just came in here and said something else um you also want to be on on a united front so make sure before you tell the child and this is something that we also talked about um before you tell the child to do something if they're doing something else like um Leah has been cleaning her room before. And I'm like, didn't I just ask her to get me that cup out the kitchen? But then I'm like, well, wait a minute. Did he, who asked first? Like what's, cause I don't want to mess up whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. So then I'll just text Brandon or talk to him and say, Hey, did you tell her to clean her room? And he'll be like, yeah, I've been telling her for the last few days and she ain't been cleaning that room. And so I'm like, okay, I'll get up and get my cup, mm. you know, or whatever. Mm. Um, so I know that was a mouthful, but I really think that's really important. Mm. Um, and I mean, it can go either way, like from dads to moms or whatever. Yeah. Um, I think and this is like semi related. Mm-hmm. Um, but that may have been one of the challenging parts of fatherhood is, was learning to give grace, mm. you know? Um, cause I mean, I just grew up in a, a disciplinary household Right. And so it was just like, okay, whatever my parents says goes. Um, and then I've just noticed that sometimes Leia can just be a little all over the place. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, y'all are both girls, not to say anything bad about girls or women or whatever, but y'all can just be a little bit more, uh, I hate this term, but free spirited, you know, and just kind of frolicking around the house. And I'm like, all right, no, it's time to bring some order here, Mm -hmm. right? But I have to be careful that I'm not just 
all right, here, here's here's the guy, like, so let's straighten up because he's around, right? Like, you know, in order for me to really be after her heart, I have to show her grace in those times as well. Yeah. Like, hey, I get it. I know you're busy. You got this going on. I know you're excited. Let's do this first, yeah. right? And then she can understand, okay, well, this is why he said to do X, Y, Z. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah, I like that. You definitely don't want to wound or break anyone's spirit in the process of discipline. Right. Um, you don't want to make them feel like who they are is a bad thing, like who mm. God's created them to be is a bad thing. But just helping them understand, like, the season part of the conversation. Um, and I just mean, you know, not to be too deep, but just like, you know, there's a time and place for everything. Like, you can't play all the time. You can't work all the time. You know what I mean? Right. Um, you got to rest, but you can't rest all the time. Mm. Um, so as you're teaching your children and raising your children, it's very important to communicate with them. And I know we're not talking about kids today, but, you know, just for just cause it's on my mind. Um, that's one thing that I had to work on was not just telling my child to do something because I said so, but really explaining because the heart of every parent, I believe is I'm trying to raise you up to be a good person. Okay. I don't want you out here in jail for this, that, and the other stealing from somebody or hurting somebody or whatever the case may be. I want you to not do these things because these are not good things to do. Or I want you to help people or do these things because they are good things to do. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we don't give enough explanation. Um, and I don't know if that's because we feel like that takes something away from our authority or we just feel uh, don't feel like saying anything. But either way, neither are true. It really empowers our children, which we want for them to understand. OK, when I say I want you to hold my hand in this store, it's not because I don't want you to have the freedom to look around the store. And that was one thing I literally had to say to Leah. I need you safe. And so I want to be able to see you. Um, and so she understands now I got to stay close to mommy because of this. So it's not. And so she'll ask now, can we go over there and see that? Because right. it's not I don't want you to see it. Mm-hmm. I just want you to be safe. Right. Yeah. And I, th- I think it's. Again, like communication, that may be the biggest difference or. Yeah, I mean. We put a lot of emphasis on discipline. I don't know if that's just like a black thing or what, but, you know, (laughs) I don't know, but we definitely put a lot of emphasis on, Okay, is my kid behaving the way I told them to behave? Mm -hmm. Right. What I try to do that's probably the most different from the way I was raised was like you said, offering that context, you know, like Leia comes home and asks us some pretty tough questions. She does. Right? Like we've, we've had all kinds of talks that we weren't sure we were going to have to have, <laughs> you know, at, at, at certain ages. Yeah. Right. But I feel like the best thing I can do for her is arm her with the knowledge in whatever subject she's asking about. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's kind of our policy. We never like officially, made it a rule but i'm not we don't lie to our our children yeah our, our child yeah <laughs> but it's just I mean, like go ahead and speak that's fine you know <laughs> but i'm just like you know and we were i was talking about this in the group chat with my homeboys today because uh my homeboys having a daughter and, yeah congrats elliot right and, and larissa and, and larissa <laughs> she's doing all the work <laughs> right. sorry elliot anyway um so what were we talking? I don't want to pull out my phone because that's going to be a rabbit hole. But we were talking. Probably. 
we somehow we got on the subject of parenting. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were, we ended up talking about like, okay, how do you raise a kid in this world or whatever? Mm-hmm. And I was just saying, okay, look, like my policy is whatever she asks about is what I'm going to tell her about. Right. Within reason, y'all, before everybody starts flying off the handles, not that we're ruling our lives by what you guys think. We love you very much, but we're not. <laughs> but we're we're definitely careful. Um, and we definitely, like we suggested as far as um, getting around people that um, have been where you are, we do the same thing. We're not right. just going about just telling her every little thing. Just the other day, she asked me something, and I gave her enough for her to understand it eight and to satisfy her and in the right context and all that stuff. But... Um, there were some things that I said, you know what? And these other bits of information, I said, I'll tell you as you get older. And she understood. And I said, because right now it's a little early to tell you all of that. And she was fine with it. Uh, right. So we definitely do that as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, better you than me. I'm definitely not like one for the qualifiers. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Maybe I don't know. Maybe that's just the me and me that I need to get out of. Uh oh. What do you mean? I'm just. I don't care to explain to anyone why I choose how to raise my child. Like I don't care who has a problem with it. But we love you guys. Sorry. <laughs> um. That is so funny. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, so y'all can tell who the savage of the relationship is. I'm no, not. no, no. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. And I don't I don't disagree at all. Mm. Um I actually don't know why I said that, to be completely honest, because I was just thinking like at first I was gonna say, you know, well, I just didn't want people to think, and then I was like, Well, I don't really care. And then I was like, Well, I just didn't want people saying, Well, I don't really care about that either. Why did I say that? It doesn't matter. It's okay. Like no matter what people assume, and this is not a this is not a hate speech, guys. But anyway, just for the sake of, you know, we're talking about how to show real love according to the word of God. So we're not, you know, trying to say that we don't love you guys or anything. But, um, yeah, that's not, and I'm going to say that in my loveliest voice, that's not our utmost concern what anyone thinks. We pray about it and we seek counsel and we do what we have to do and that's it. Right. And so, but we were talking about, um, specifically like okay how do you shield your child from whatever other nonsense right yeah and you know i was i gave the example i said well look we've already had this talk with leia and she's eight and i said but i mean think about it i was exposed to certain things at 11 Mm -hmm. and they're talking about it way earlier now yeah right so it's like okay um but the conversation and that's what i was telling them i was like look like if she asks me a question, I'm not going to lie to her. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I said, but we have to give full context. I said, so this is a part of an ongoing conversation. I said, it started with, okay, if someone is touching you in X, Y, Z places, they're violating you. Tell an adult. Right. Yeah. You know, and even in that conversation it's framed, this is just for your husband. And if you don't have a husband, that means it's for no one. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, okay, cool. No one can touch me except my husband. Right. And that's at like four. right yeah and you know the conversation continues to progress okay now we can get into dressing modestly we can get into what's appropriate to say 
right. what's appropriate to do, mm-hmm. uh, what's appropriate to wear, right. um, how dancing appropriately. We, we I have, was just about to say, we talked about twerking the other day, guys. That was crazy. So we have, <laughs> we have she asked, right. she asked and she wanted to know like, okay, so it's a dance. And she was very innocently like, so, um, and she wasn't doing it, but, um, I just asked her because of another conversation we were having, um, but you know what she knew about dances that were inappropriate. And I said, can you tell me some that are not inappropriate? Mm-hmm. And she said twerking. And I said, what in the world is twerking? She said, mommy, you're an adult. You're supposed to know everything. I said, I know what it is. I'm asking you what it is. So when she explained and I asked her, well, why is that inappropriate? She said, um, I don't know. And so that's usually where I've noticed and even heard some parents stop, like stop doing it but you don't explain why. And so, I mean, we went like deep, deep, like we don't do this because of how God made the man. And so when you're doing stuff like that, it gets the male excited prior to when he's supposed to, because that's not your husband. Like get that. Yeah. So we went through the whole, whole, and I mean, into other things as well, but right. But I mean, yeah, so that, I mean, that was my point. I mean, without going all into the weeds, that, you know, the best thing I can do as your father is to prepare you yeah. for whatever situations you may encounter. Right. And so for me, knowledge is a part of that. And giving the proper context is a part of that. And a lot of us grew up with because I said so. Yeah. And that because I said so just doesn't last long enough. Because there's going to be a time where I'm not there to say so. Yeah. You know, and so if you don't understand how to operate in the world, it's just, it's not going to help you. All right. But I mean, there's the other side of that too, right? We don't just model, okay, what should you not do? Right. Like that was, so my homeboy was like, so like, um, do you like kiss your wife around your daughter or whatever? And I was like, yeah, (laughs) I was like, you know, um, he was like, I mean, like, I won't like touch my girlfriend like below her waist if her, if the child is around. I said, well, it's different because you're not married, right? I said, but the conversations we have are only your husband can do X, Y, Z, right? And to be clear, we're not like I said that too. I said we're not I, doing that. I, I, I said that too. I was like, I mean, obviously, I'm not like initiating things with my kid in the room because that's right, weird. That's very weird. Who would do that? I don't know. But you know, it's important to me that you see the good side of those things. Yes. Like how it's supposed to be. How it's supposed to be because the whole opposite end of that extreme. And we've talked about this, but the whole opposite end is, Oh, I should never do this with anyone ever. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, that's not true. How else are you going to bring other people into the world? And it helps you identify, let's say, um, you're, you see that when you're, um, growing up Mm -hmm. and you decide I'm not going to kiss my boyfriend. We're not going to, you know, touch and be intimate until we're married, which is a wonderful thing. And then you get married though. And your spouse is not affectionate or like you feel like they need to, or they never want to kiss you or they're abusive or whatever the case may be. If your parents model things correctly, then it'll be easier for you to, if nothing else, identify something is wrong and catch it quickly and say, let's go talk to somebody or talk to your spouse and say, Hey, what's going on? Like, why are you, 
not whatever. You know right. what I mean? But if you don't know, you may think this is normal. And then you're modeling that for your kids and you see how you're just perpetuating that thing and it just gets kind of out of control. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I very much look forward to the day where Leia's like, oh, Billy said this to me or Billy did that. And I was like, well, I don't know if that's right. And I can say, well, did you ever see me do that with your mother? Right. So like, if we're hiding the way we relate with each other from our kids and mm-hmm. we're doing them a disservice. Yeah. Um. I don't know how we got on that tangent. I don't know, but I think it's important. Well, I mean, as parents, we were talking about fatherhood, but Mm. um, then I was talking to the mamas about how they should support the fathers in raising the children as well. Uh, Um, And then we were just talking about, you know, mom and dad being on a united front. And that was all very important. Um, And I think I already touched on this, but just in case you forgot, I do think that it's important um, within boundaries, obviously, for you guys to talk through things in front of your kids. So that they can see like conflict resolution. Right. It's not e- even about saying the right thing, but acting the right way. Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, if you feel like it's going to get too heated and let's just wait till the kids go to bed or, you know, whatever. And I'm not talking about so I can beat him upside the head. That's not what I'm saying. Right. I'm just saying, like, if it's a detailed conversation where you're just like, OK, they don't need to really hear this, like that sort of thing. That's understandable. But if it's just like, okay, I asked you to get this kind of meat and you got the other kind. Why did you do that? Cause this was on sale. Okay. But that's like the nasty meat. I didn't want that, you know? So that seems really simple, but they get to see how they're supposed to act because children, um, and those of you that know me well know that I absolutely adore kids. Um, and that's, (laughs) I really do. I really love like watching kids and teaching them and, you know, uh, helping them. And I feel like everybody has a little bit of child in them, whether it's like uh, mature and I don't know. Anyways, the point is, cause I feel like I'm going off into a whole nother thing, mm. but, um, children, when they play and this is boys and girls, they mimic what they see right. and they don't really know that they're doing it psychologically mm. up until a certain age. They have no clue. Like that's what I'm doing. But that's how they're learning. And so you have to be super, super, super careful that you are doing things the right way and showing them how to um, resolve conflict. Because I believe it's age and somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe I'm right. Between age three and five, 75 percent of the words that they know is what they get during that age. Three and four. Excuse me. Uh. Um, so, and that's also where they're learning conflict resolution, all that three and four. So if they are getting like all of the bad things or they're not seeing you do it at all, let's say if they're always seeing you happy, you never argue about anything. Mommy's always right. Daddy's always right. Life is always perfect. It's just really an unrealistic display of like what it is. And no one's saying that we're always beating each other upside the head, but it's very important to us that Leia sees daddy didn't want that for dinner or daddy wanted us to go here. Mommy wanted those pair of shoes and she didn't get it. How is she reacting to the fact that she didn't get something or something didn't go her way is the important part. Yeah. I mean, I think just overall, you know, I want my child to do as I say and as I do. Mm-hmm. Right. So it just means I have to do the right thing. Absolutely. You know, because 
at some point. And I think that's a very early point. I don't think it's like you have time to fake stuff in front of your kid. You do not. I think your kid <laughs> from the very beginning can see when you're BSing them. Yeah. Right. And so it's important for me to be about it, you know, to knuck when I buck. Right? Okay. I'm going <laughs> to. Yeah. I did not at all. You know what I just thought about? Ooh. Oh snap, that's funny. <laughs> but no, like, you know, like Oh my god. <laughs> I, it's important for me to be a man of my word. If I tell you to do something, please believe I'm doing the same thing. Yeah. Right? Like if I'm telling you to clean your room, I'm cleaning my room too. Right? If I'm telling like so it's just because like it's just it's just important to me that mm-hmm. I'm living life around her. Yeah. So that she knows what to expect. Yeah. And then she, so she knows what her place is. Yep. You know, you know, uh, um, yeah. So I think that's why parenting and I know we got to close. I think that's why, (laughs) why parenting is difficult. Like when you do it right. I mean, it's like really difficult Mm -hmm. because your children are little used. And so you're seeing like, okay, I don't like the way you yell like that. Do I do that? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but then also just in how you communicate with them, because your spouse may say, Brandon has said plenty of times and no, I don't do it super often um, anymore. But, <laughs> but he said, baby, you were a little harsh. Are you okay? How was your day? Like, and he'll genuinely ask like, how are you doing? Are you all right? Do you need a nap or like, you know, whatever. Like, I'm sure y'all laughing, but I'm for real. Like he's been very sweet about it, but just like making me aware you kind of went off and I don't think it was a big deal. Are you okay? Mm. Um, and that is just so important because that lets me know, okay, why did I react to her that way? Mm. And what's in me that is making me act like that? Like, let me get that together. So it's really hard work. Not because you're just trying to raise this child. Like you're having to tweak yourself along the way. You cannot come into being a parent and just say, I am who I am today and for the rest of their life. So whatever they get is whatever they get. That is not okay. You are supposed to be growing up as your child is growing up. And I'm talking about like maturity wise. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, Yeah, we do have to. We got to get up out of here, but I'm going to ask you, so I ain't get to ask any questions. Sure. Um, what is your least favorite part of my fatherhoodness? Oh, what? Boy. What? I made up a word. <laughs> oh, did, what did you say? Fatherhoodness? Yep. That's fantastic. Um, my least favorite part? Mm-hmm. Um, What? I really don't have, like, I'm being for real, because y'all know. Let me stop. <laughs> I don't jump at the chance to, you know, bash my husband. That's terrible. But I really can't think, like, what kind of wife would I be? Oh, I got a list. Like, what? But um, I really can't think of, you know what? If you would have asked me when we first got married, I'd probably have been like, I don't like when you this. I don't like when you do this. But everything that I thought I really don't like that he does this was a part of your personality. And how you parent. So that doesn't mean like you were right and I was wrong necessarily. We have different styles, but us together is like super strong. And what I was trying to do was make you me, but that doesn't work. Like if we're a puzzle and you complete the other piece, you can't be me because then there's no puzzle. Like, 
You know what I'm saying? That's true. That's like, true. but do you understand? Like, so no, I don't I have. You just got real hype. Sorry, <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, ain't no puzzle. <laughs> Anyways, uh-huh. but I'm too close to the mic. Sorry, but um, I don't think that there's anything that I would say is like my least favorite. I really like that you are more calm than I am most of the time. Mm. So, like, if Leia's bleeding or if she's like, oh, I don't know. Like, I don't even know what she says. Oh, I um, I spilled the whatever, like, whatever it is. Like, if she comes looking like something's wrong, I'm like, <gasps> like, and Brandon's like, all right, all right, let's just go see what it is. And even while he's cleaning up the pool of blood, he's like, it's going to be fine. Just sit down and just hold up your head. It'll be okay. We'll just reattach it. It's fine. <laughs> and I'm in the corner, like rocking, like, oh, Lord. Like, you know, so we just, <laughs> you laughing. But anybody that's listening that knows me, you know, it's true. Pray for me. Yeah. But um, those are things that I, I mean, that's very, I mean, there are tons of things mm. that I love about you um, as a father that really complement um or fill in the gaps that I leave. <laughs> so there's nothing that I would say I don't like. Well, thanks. Thanks. Yeah. All right. So um, Father's Day is coming up. So we're going to continue this tradition of tributes to our parents on these parents' holidays. So <laughs> that's what they're called, right? Go ahead. Go anyway, ahead, bro. <laughs> so um, I'll let you start. You can uh, talk to your dad. Shout out. Wait, wait, wait. What are we doing? The Father's Day tributes. So oh, okay. It's Faja. Too, uh, it's Faja. Are you going to have music behind me when you edit this? No, I'm not putting music. Oh. How much work that is? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I can't. Plus, it's there's like no father's songs. I'm going to play Papa oh, Was yeah. a Rolling Stone. Shut your mouth. Not that one. Okay. That's terrible. There aren't any Father's Day songs. Yeah, there are some country ones. Anyways. I don't listen to country music. <sighs> My daddy going? was a roller in he, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that was great <laughs> anyways to my dad are we saying names or no I don't care I don't know if that was the thing like you not you know how people act weird like on social media like don't say my name don't get out my government there's five people that listen to this it's okay okay so to my dad John I love you very very much and thank you so much for your sacrifice I know that sounds so cliche but I understand like a small percentage like of what you did I mean I've only been a parent for eight years and it is hard work um but I'll never be a dad you know so that's that's different there's a different weight that comes with being a dad because again it's not that everything's your fault but you're responsible for what happens in your house so um yeah when I hit that curb one time and mess up the car I'm sorry about that I don't even know if I told you that was me. Um, <laughs> but just for everything that you've done, um, providing financially and otherwise and sacrificing your sleep, like he's always been a person to get up super early to do whether it was laundry, prep dinner to help my mom so she didn't have to come home and slave in the kitchen all night. Whatever it was, he was always up like I don't remember my dad sleeping until eight like I'm being for real like I I don't remember he's always been up at like four o'clock and Mm. never idle but making sure that um he did 
what he was supposed to do and was responsible with his time. So thank you so, so much for that, for loving us. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I know that some dads um, are, they do the providing part really well, but especially when you have girls, but guys too, when you have boys, it's just so important to tell them that you love them, to hug them, to spend time with them, find out what they're interested in, pray with them, um, counsel them, discipline them. Um, but the, I love you's and the, you can do it and the encouraging talks and the pushes, um, all of those things were the things that I'll hold in my heart forever and ever, obviously the discipline and all that stuff. But I think just my personality type really just holds on to, uh, my daddy loved me, you know? Mm, yeah. And so thank you so much for that. And, um, even after I got married, it didn't stop. It, I feel like it just multiplied. So thank you for continuing to love me. And I love you. Oh. <laughs> Your turn, bruh. Mm. I can't even. Okay. Um, okay. <clears throat> so, I thought that's what we were doing. Yeah, that's what we were doing. I just didn't prepare to do it. So Oh. Yeah. Um Well, <laughs> I already have a microphone. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, to my dad, um, thank you for, you know, all the good memories we have, you know. Um, all right. Sorry. I can't be fake. Right. So don't fix your face. No, I'm fi- boy. You look scared. I am not scared. Oh. Say whatever you need to right. say. What? Um, so, I mean, I, I can't lie. I mean, there was definitely a time where I was very resentful toward my dad mm-hmm. for, even though the way he handled things, I guess, post-divorce and then everything that led up to the divorce, mm-hmm. you know, there's, I mean, that's, it's rough, right? Yeah. You know, you feel abandonment and whatever else, Right. Um, but I guess, you know, being on this side of struggle, right. I can certainly understand a lot of the factors that may have gone into the route he decided to take, Mm -hmm. you know? So I don't know. I think it's very easy to be judgmental. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, the the absent black dad gets a lot of flack, mm-hmm. um, you know, especially in the Christian community. You know, we put a, so much emphasis on manhood and, you know, what all that means. Um, and, you know, after a while, after a certain point, it's just like, all right, you're either a man or you're a dog. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so I can certainly understand where there may be shame or guilt surrounding that situation and you know obviously there's there definitely are like wounds to heal from you know just the way we had to grow up yeah you know um but if my dad were listening to this now I guess I would tell him that I I get it you know um I don't want to say anything that makes it sound like I'm saying he was a lesser man, but I just, I understand the human aspect of things got hard. I didn't know what to do. 
I made the wrong choice and I kind of regret it now, Mm -hmm. you know? So I guess with that said, you know, I appreciate the efforts that you did make for as long as you made them. And I get that you didn't necessarily have examples, right? Like my dad's, my grandfather died when my dad was 16. And I mean, I got like three sets of aunts and uncles with different last names, if that tells you anything. So, you know, so much of fatherhood is difficult to do without the right blueprint. Yeah. And he didn't have it any more than I had it. Right. And I learn more and more every day how difficult it is to be a present father that does all the things a father's supposed to do. Yeah. So I don't hold against him that the way I'm doing things now isn't the way he did things then. Yeah. So, you know, obviously we'll actually see each other this weekend. Um, Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So and I was I mean, like, "What?" <laughs> right. So I mean, it's it's no love lost, um, and you know, as long as we're both still breathing, there's still time to, you know, heal whatever may be broken and yeah, definitely. continue moving forward. Yes. So um, I love you, and I appreciate you. Yes. For if nothing else, you gave me life, and you definitely gave me more than just that. Yeah. So um, there's a lot of who I am that is a lot like you, and mm-hmm. some of that was kind of weird, but anyway. I appreciate everything that I am because of you. Yes. So, um, happy Father's Day. That's what's up. Well, guys, that's all we have. As always, do not forget to go on iTunes and give us an honest review and rating. We are on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram. You can like, share on Facebook, and subscribe. We also have our own website at reallovepodcast.com and if you want to reach out to us by email you can do that at reallovepodcast at gmail.com and we appreciate you guys so much we love you guys shout out to all the dads happy father's day we love you so much um and yeah yep go be the dad (laughs) love you guys bye peace